What is good, YouTube Quinway Basketball Analysis? Coming to y'all with that quick analysis. We're going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks defeating a championship contender in the Eastern Conference, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, I was at the All-Star Weekend this year in Cleveland, Ohio, where I seen Giannis, Donovan Mitchell, Jared Allen, Devon, Donovan Mitchell, and Chris Middleton. The problem is no Drew Holiday tonight. No Chris Middleton tonight. No Jared Allen also tonight. And the Bucks was victorious tonight in Pfizer Forum at home in Milwaukee. Giannis and Tentacumpo didn't really do much tonight, in my personal opinion. Um, offensively, didn't really what needed. Um, I feel like he was relaxed, wasn't really forcing it, wasn't really trying to do too much. Uh, 12 rebounds tonight, which was excellent. 10 of them was defensive. Uh, eight, eight assists. Two turnovers, one personal foul, 16 points, 4 of 11 from the free throw line, 6 of 18 from the field. Big Bobby Portis was in that paint, 4 of 8 in the starting row tonight, uh, 0 of 1 from the three-point line, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 11 rebounds again, another double-double for Bobby Portis this time starting. Two assists, one steal, one turnover, one personal foul. He was a plus 18 and plus minus 10 points. Brooke Lopez was huge hitting those threes. I seen them warming up because I was at Pfizer Forum tonight watching this game live. And the crowd was amazing. Cheering for Brooke Lopez, cheering for Giannis, cheer for Marjan with the dunk, and Jordan with the alley-oop. It was crazy in Pfizer Forum tonight. Seeing Brooke Lopez shoot 7-9 from three. Um, you don't really want to see him shooting threes because he's so big. He's a seven-footer that got good post moves, got good finishing uh, uh, touch around the rim. But he he was stroking it tonight. He was practicing and warming up his mid-range and his threes, and they really came through for him tonight. Seven to nine from the three-point line, 10 to 13 from the field. He also was two or two from the free throw line. He only had five rebounds because he played more on the perimeter, the inside the paint. That's why Giannis and Bobby Portis grabbed a lot of rebounds tonight. But he also had one assist, one steal, three blocks. He protected the paint enough. Um, he rotated some spots um, because the lineup changes allowed him to play in the paint a little bit more throughout the game. Just not the start of the game, in my personal opinion, more or less in the second half. Uh, one turnover, one personal foul. He was a plus 22 with 29 points. Javon Carter had a solid game. He was a plus 27 and plus minus 11 points. Two personal fouls, one turnover, two blocks, one steal, eight assists, four rebounds. He was one of three from the three-point line, five of ten from the field. He had played 32 minutes. Uh, Marjan, the rookie, had a, a bad shoot night. He was 1-8 from the field, 0 of 3 from the three-point line. No free throws attempted, but he did have five rebounds. Four of them was offensive, which was huge for them. Um, one assist, two turnovers. He only had two points. He was a plus seven. This is a keep-your-head-up game. Didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Couldn't get to his spots. Couldn't really get a shot to fall. Took some bad shots, too, that you'd rather him not take. He's just a little bit too confident in his jump shot tonight. You want to see him pass those up, get get somebody else a better opportunity, or just overall just don't take the shot and just keep the ball moving instead of taking those tough threes and those tough mid-ranges. You'd rather see him keep the ball moving or just decline them. Um, honestly, Mikhailuk. Five points, plus three and plus minus, one personal foul, three of six from the field, or two from three, um, eight minutes. Serge Ibaka played 18 minutes. He had a solid game, four or six from the field, one or two from the three-point line, four rebounds, one assist, 
nine points. He was a negative six and plus minus one turnover, one personal foul. The Nassas did make a sighting tonight. He only played two minutes, two rebounds, one assist, zero points, one turnover. And Jordan had a huge alley-oop tonight. They had the crowd going crazy. They was in the ruckus tonight, happy that the Cavaliers got taken down by the Bucks. They, he had six of 10 from the field in 29 minutes, five of nine from three, which was huge. Um, he hit some big threes in the second half that really extended their lead and put it out of reach from the Cavaliers. Four or six from the free throw line, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, three turnovers, plus 10 and plus minus. Um, Jordan Hill has seven points. It was a negative five and plus minus four personal fouls, three assists, three rebounds, one of four from the three-point line, three or six from the field. A.J. Green, one of four from the field, one of four from three, had a big three that extended their lead. They never really trailed after the second half. Um, three rebounds, negative uh, 11 and plus minus, two personal fouls, three points. The team shot 47% from the field, the 41% from three. They didn't shoot the ball well from the free throw line, 55%. They shot 27 of them, though, and they also had 14 turnovers and six blocks and five steals as a team and only 16 personal fouls, and they ended up scoring 113 points. Now, the Cavaliers, they played a good game. They just couldn't get the offense flowing enough. It took a lot of tough contested shots and a lot of four shots um a lot of shots they rushed but some of those shots they made they just won't fall in tonight evan mobley 20 points two blocks one steal two assists seven rebounds he also was nine to 14 from the field two or four from the free throw line he was a negative 13 and plus minus and he had three personal fouls stevens started for them tonight had a solid game even though it's plus minus say something different he was a negative 16 and plus minus 10 points, four blocks, five rebounds. Uh, he also was two or three from the three-point line, which was great. He gave them good spacing, and he also shot three or ten from the field, which isn't that great. But considering his shot selection, he took some bad shots and some bad fadeaways that he didn't make tonight. You want to turn those down and keep the ball moving um, because you have Donovan Mitchell, Karis LeVert, and you also have Darius Garland on your on your team. Darius Garland played 35 minutes tonight. He had eight of 20, five of nine from three, which was great. Two or two, two or three from the free throw line, which was great. Four rebounds, eight assists, one block, one steal, one turnover, one personal foul was a negative one and plus minus 23 points. Karis LeVert was a no-show tonight, which was unfortunate because I felt like they needed his offense tonight, even though he did start. He only played 20 minutes total, one of five from the field, or three from the three-point line. I mean, or two from the three-point line. He also had two rebounds, three assists. He was had one turnover, two personal fouls, negative eight and plus minus two points. Donovan Mitchell didn't really have the shooting performance that you expect them this particular season. He was 7-19 from the field, 3-9 from the three-point line, but he did shoot 6-6 six six from the free throw line. He only ended up with two rebounds, three assists, two steals, two turnovers, and one personal foul. He was a negative 17. And then they benched, they emptied the bench tonight. Everybody was able to play. That was healthy. Uh, five points for Kevin Love, one to three from the field. He had a pretty great assist. That led a pretty good bucket to a dunk. Uh, one turnover, two personal fouls, negative four and plus minus five points. Um, Diakite, two, three, two or three from the free throw field, one three-pointer, one rebound, one turnover, five points. Isaiah Mobley, five minutes, one to two from the field, three rebounds, one steal. 
Um, he also had one personal foul, two points. J.D. Osmond, 13 minutes. He two or two from the field. Uh, he also had two rebounds, two assists, one turnover, one personal foul, a negative four and plus minus four points. Isaac Okoro, 25 minutes, two or three from the field. He also had one assist, two steals, one turnover, three personal foul, negative nine and plus minus four points. Robin Lopez had a sighting against his brother, missed every free field goal attempt that he attempted tonight, but he did end up with one rebound, one personal foul, negative three, zero points. And Raul Neto, five minutes, oh, one from three, um, no field goal, no rebounds, no assists, no turnovers, no block, no personal foul, and a zero and plus minus. They ended up shooting 82% from the free throw line, 42% from three. 42% from the field, and they had 18 personal fouls, 8 turnovers, 7 steals, and 7 blocks, and 22 assists, and they ended up getting outscored 34-18 to 18 in the third quarter, and they ended up outs getting outscored 27-23 to 23 in the second quarter. They improved to 11-3 for the Milwaukee Bucks and 8-1 and at home, and uh, Cleveland Cavaliers declined to 8-6 and six away four and five record away from Cleveland and an eight and six record on the season, making them a team that has went from the being the best team in the East in conversation to one of the best teams. It happens. Teams go on losing streaks, guys in and out the roster, in and out the lineup really hurts a struggle game for the Cavaliers to get the offense flowing. One of the most unstoppable teams when they get it going, no, no, no eruption from Donovan Mitchell, no eruption from Darius Garland and no rim protection outside of Evan Mobley tonight uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't really have to show his best skills. Not an MVP performance in a couple games for Giannis. Kind of missing the boat on that. He was the leader in MVP. The team was winning. They was firing on all cylinders. Then he gets injured, miss a couple games. They lose a couple games. Then now they need to go on a win streak. He needs to play at an elite level to win MVP again. But then again, he has two. He doesn't really need the war. Ain't like he never won it before. Ain't like he's fiending for it. He already won a finals MVP too. He's already top 75 all time. It's about staying healthy. And trying to win championship number two for Milwaukee in the city of Milwaukee again like they did before. That should be their goal is to get healthy, play great basketball, build team chemistry, and continue to play elite level basketball like they did tonight. They beat another contender. Now they got to beat the Hawks. Now they got to beat the Celtics. And now they have to beat the other bottom feeder teams in the NBA. I still want to see how they play against the Nets. I still want to see how they play against other teams in the Eastern Conference like the Chicago Bulls. And also other teams um, that's trying to make a come up in the Eastern Conference and try to take the throne away from Boston and, and Milwaukee and obviously Miami. And I also want to see them against Philly. We've seen them one game against Philly. I want to see them in another game against Philly. You just want to see them go against the best teams, the best of the best. The Bucks haven't had enough of that on their schedule, but they also haven't been healthy throughout their schedule. And they've still been able to dominate and win games at home and away Milwaukee. Now it's just about getting Drew Holiday back, getting Chris Middleton back, and keeping this bitch in, bench in contact. 
and trying to get Pat Connaughton back too so they can have another shooter and developing Marjan so he can be that starting two guard that's athletic mobile that can defend and be switchable and can also hit threes in mid-range and be a good cutter and great transition player and this team can be firing on all cylinders when it matters the most and that's around playoff time this is an older team this is a veteran team they need to keep their energy um, conserve a little bit so they don't go all out too early and end up losing when it matters most and flame out like they did last year. Everybody kept telling me when Middleton gets healthy, when Middleton gets healthy, watch out for them Bucks. And even though they're right, even though they're telling the truth, they also was healthy before and the Celtics still beat them with a healthy Middleton multiple seasons and multiple playoffs um, in the past. And I think we can beat them again the way we're firing on all cylinders too. The Celtics remain the number one team in the NBA and the number one team in the Eastern Conference, as they did beat the Atlanta Hawks, by the way. So the Bucks will remain number two. Cleveland will drop down, and other teams are coming for the throne. The Bucks had the number one record for about four weeks almost, but they ended up losing it. They couldn't go a month straight. Um, they came close, but ultimately fell short of that goal. We'll see if they can do it um, next month from November. Um, to December as they try to reclaim the throne at the top of the mountain as the number one team in the NBA which they have done before and they have also won the title before but they wasn't number one that particular season we'll see if they can be able to do both um, in the same season this season and that's to be their goal going into the hill it should be first and completing the season as the best team in the NBA should be in the next one and winning the title should be the third one um, as you have to go through those steps first to get to the championship. And that's why I said in that order. Other than that, like, comment, subscribe, and share. Like on Facebook. That'll be in the description, comment section below. Check out my podcast. That'll be in the description, the comment section below. Also, like and share this video. This helps the channel grow and find new people that can subscribe and be a part of the channel and a part of the movement. Other than that, Quinway Basketball also signing out.